Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show with Kimberly Meredith. Get ready for a live hour of powerful healing miracles. She's a world-renowned medical intuitive, trans-channel, psychic surgeon, and spiritual teacher. Relax and breathe in. You are now entering the fifth dimension. When calling, please do not mention any personal medical details or conditions. Kimberly will use her medical mediumship abilities to remotely detect your medical situation and connect you to your loved ones on the other side. Please call in now at 515-605-9709. That's 515-605-9709. Welcome, everybody, tonight to the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. We are so happy that you're listening in. And um, we have a special night tonight. We have a special guest with us who is Jennifer K. Hill. She's a successful entrepreneur. And um, before we start and bring her on with us, I'm just super excited that we're on tonight for our special Tuesday and bringing in this beautiful energy of the fifth dimension. This is our special Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. And um, we always start out with a prayer. And this is from the book that I channeled, The Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. And um, I want to make sure that we're all in this comfortable space of the fifth dimension. And I love to kind of dive into a prayer that I haven't done yet on our show since we've been on Blog Talk. And it goes with having Jennifer here tonight because we're going to be talking about a class that we've been, that we've been doing and we still have two more left about awakening our superpowers. So let's do that before we bring Jennifer on. I'm so excited to have her here for our whole hour tonight. It's called We Are Multidimensional Beings and Awakening Our Superpowers in a Multidimensional World. So let's all activate our palms right now. Take a deep breath. Get ready for this amazing hour of being in this fifth dimensional energy. Put your hand over your heart. Hold on four as you take a deep breath. Release your breath. And let's say we love being in this higher dimensional frequency. We view love from every angle. We choose to have love in our lives. We love being in the highest God awareness. We don't choose to suffer. We choose to be healed. We are thankful. We love being in this multidimensional world. Our soul loves to be healed in a multidimensional world because we are multidimensional beings. We're tapping into our superpowers. We are immortal, infinite, divine, love. We don't suffer. We are healed. The energy of the omnipresent is pure love and pure light, and we choose to have the highest God awareness. Namaste. So thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight, and we are ready to bring on the beautiful and the amazing and the successful, lovely Jennifer K. Hill. Jennifer, are you here? I am, Kimberly. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure (laughs) to be here with you and all of your listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! So Jennifer is here. She's a best-selling author, speaker, TV radio host, herself, thought leader. And she's written two books. We're going to get into those. And she has um, a popular, um, she's hosted a popular TV um, um, show on Awake TV Network with Dr. Deepak Chopra. And also people as of like Dr. Bruce Lipton which is amazing. Um, Oh, my God, I could go on and on and on. She's worked with 
so many renowned celebrity vocal I mean, coaches. Um, she has, oh, my God, let me see. Um, she has led vocal mastery leaders for programs. And when she's not hosting, she is giving back to schools in third world countries. She recently co-founded a company called ohmheals.com. And I want to get really into that because she connects energy medicine healers to practitioners and helps them get work, employment, which is so important right now and vital to our globe, our country. So Jennifer, tell us more about you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kimberly. Well, it's been such a pleasure just becoming friends with you and shout out yes. to our mutual friend, Noah Berman, who connected us. Yes, Noah. You know, that's actually, it was own-heels.com that had Noah introduce us in the first place. As you mentioned, yes. we have about 100 practitioners from around the world, and my yes. gift, you know, your gift is medical intuition. My gift is connecting people. Since I was a very little girl, I have always enjoyed my ability to connect people and see what draws us together, and that's what I built and sold my first company in. It was in legal recruiting, and then we started building om heelscom in 2021, and we actually came up with a matching formula. The matching formula is called OptiMatch. And what it does is it allows Kimberly or Noah or whomever to answer a simple set of 20 questions, and then we can tell you or the user who your best matches are. And we actually even match healers with one another because it is so desperately needed right now that we all have the wisdom and the support that we need to live a fifth-dimensional life. As you and I have spoken about in our class on how to awaken to your fifth-dimensional superpowers, it really comes down to the fact that we are all superhuman. We all have these incredible capacities for compassion, intuition, resilience. And one of the things that we're doing in the class is helping people to understand how can we spend more time vibrating in fifth dimension and less time coming from fear and greed and anger and resentment. And that's really my dream for the world. That's why I was so excited when we both began talking about how we would collaborate on this. It's such a joy. Yes, and um, so when people sign up for Ohm Heals, how does it work? They, they're they connected to um, – uh, yeah, go ahead. You can explain. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's very – it's fine. It's free. Anybody can go to ohm-heals.com and just click Get Matched, and you answer a simple set of 20 questions, and within 24 hours you are sent your own three best algorithmic matches. So you're going to tell us perhaps what it is matters to you. We get – a lot of people who are looking for inner peace or purpose or healing at some level. And so they answer these 20 questions, and then it tells us who their best algorithmic matches are. And those uh, that's then sent to them, and people will actually get a coupon code. I'll give it to your audience, 20NEW, all in caps. And that will give people 20% off their first session. So either you can find out who you match with and use uh, that to see, oh, this is my person, I match with Noah, I match with Wendy or whomever it is, and you can select. We've actually had people select all three of their matches. Some people have, I mean, people have had remarkable life-altering experiences around it, and I just feel so grateful to be part of a community of wonderful, like-minded practitioners, and I think holistic medicine is the way of the future. That's so nice. Um, That's amazing. Um, We'll put that in the chat, too. Um, Thank you. What was yeah? What I love working with you. You're just so inspirational. <laughs> We've done the name of the class that we're doing right now is called "How to Awaken Your Superpowers," and we've done two. We have two more left. You still can register for our class, and um, I I love our class that we're doing, um, "Awaken the Fifth Dimensional Superpowers," um, and you can get you can go to our web my website thehealingtrilogy.com. Um, and it's right there under events, and you still can sign up for it. We have one this Thursday coming up, and this Thursday is going to be super cool because um, the topic is um, uh, a really cool topic we're doing. Um, I think it's called How to Design and um, Your Life, Your Everyday Life, and mm-hmm. the key and concepts and the ideas of jumping into exploring and transmuting um, and redesigning and reprogramming your life. 
so it's a really cool topic this Thursday coming up. We've had some great, great classes the last two. Yeah, it's been so much and, um, fun. I, I love helping yeah. people understand how do we design our life? How do we create intentions? How do we create more miracles in our life? Yeah. And lots um, of others. Yeah. And um, just in case somebody does want to sign up for our class, you do get the two replays. If you missed the first two classes, we have two more to go. You would get the replays for those. Um, I wanted to go back. I'm very curious about the two books that you wrote. Can you touch a little bit yeah. on those? Yeah, so the first one, uh, as I mentioned, I was building the first company in legal recruiting, and I had a passion that every person literally finds their dream job. In fact, there was a great quote by, I believe it was Howard Thurman, who said, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go and do that, because what this world needs is people who have come alive. And that's what the whole first book is about, is helping you understand your purpose, helping you understand how to stop hoping and start hunting. You know, people always say, oh, I hope I get a dream job. I hope that I find my soulmate. I hope, I hope, I hope. And really there's this powerful intention is what if instead of hoping, you created, you manifested. One of my dear friends, Jocelyn Herman Satchio, she says, abracadabra, with your words you create. And that was the energy of the first book, Stop Hoping, Start Hunting. And I was very, very fortunate. Um, I was doing a media tour around the United States at the time it came out and accidentally wound up on Conan O'Brien. And that was kind of unexpected. <laughs> that interview went viral and got over a million views. And so that definitely helped the book get a little bit more visible. So that yeah. was the first book I've helped. I've had the pleasure of helping tens of thousands of job seekers around the world find their dream jobs. And it's been such a pleasure and honor. And then the second book I actually channeled during COVID. I was sitting at home. I was actually in London. I had just moved to London at the time. And every day, Kimberly, I would just channel the whole book, as probably you know, because you channeled Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. I was told that there was a book I needed to write called 101 Spiritual Tools for Uncertain Times. And this is tied cool. in as well to what we're doing with the class. Is I am so blessed, Kimberly, is I have at my disposal at any moment – 101 or more spiritual tools that I use, and about 30 or 40 of those tools I use every single day. I often get asked and interviewed and teach classes on how to live your best life. People will come over and they'll say, what's your practice? And I said, well, you can get the book, and I'll also share it with you. And my favorite thing is actually on 101spiritualtools.com, which is a link to where you can find out more about the book. There is a link in the blog section. It's the only link, and it has all the free resources from the book. So some of my favorite meditations, some of my favorite inner child work. It's basically all the resources you'd get at the back of the book. I love sharing with people favorite meditations, favorite spiritual teachers like yourself, and helping people to understand, you know, how how can we live our best lives? In fact, may I share a story with you, Kimberly, that I just realized that yeah. I'm actually sharing out that's pretty powerful. Um, Absolutely. I, I, yeah, one of my favorite yeah. things about you is uh, we both have TikTok channels, and one of your TikToks that you do was like, I think you were doing this thing about three, 365 days for the year or something, and you were doing an inspirational, um, every day you were doing an inspirational um, gift for people to, to do. Yeah. Was that correct? Yeah, that was yeah, absolutely. On TikTok, it was uh, 365 days yeah. of tips for living your best life. Yeah. And so there yeah, you I, can find it, Jennifer K. Hill on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my stuff is under Jennifer yeah. K. Hill. Though I'll share with you, Kimberly, yeah. last night, yeah, so a, tool that, <laughs> a tool that I used last night that I don't think I ever put on the TikTok account <laughs> was uh, years ago, there's a special Kabbalistic holiday called Rosh Hashanah that a lot of people think is religious. It's actually not. It's an energetic opening in a window. And I love, love, love discussing all of these beautiful energetic windows that we have an opportunity to tap into. So mm -hmm. a few years ago, I heard this story that changed my life, and this became one of my tools. So there were these three sages who were walking to Eastern Europe a few hundred years ago, and their only job, Kimberly, was to pull back and to draw from the masses the greatest wisdom on the planet. And so they would sojourn far and wide. And one day they happen, happen upon this village in Eastern Europe. And as they're walking into the village, there's a tavern. And there's a strange light emanating out of the tavern that they had never seen before. 
So they go in and they find just a humble man sitting in the corner eating his midday meal. And they said, mm-hmm. excuse us, kind sir, you know, pardon our uh, intrusion here, but, but we notice that you seem to be a little bit different. You seem to be glowing, sir. Can you tell us about that? And the gentleman is so humble. He kind of shakes his head and looks down into his stew. And he says, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, kind sirs, but there's nothing that special about me. I'm just an average man. And the sages said, oh, well, we're rarely mistaken, but okay, we'll leave you to eat lunch. So they're in the village a few more days, and another day goes by, and they go by, and again, the next day they walk by, and there's even more light coming out of the tavern. And this is before the days of electricity. And there again is the man <laughs> eating his stew, and he's glowing, and light is just rolling off and emanating off of him. And they approach him again, and they said, sir, excuse, excuse us, we approached you yesterday. And we can't help but notice you're glowing again. <laughs> you know, did you think about it? Is there maybe something you're doing that the rest of us are not doing? And the man looked up at, at them and was just very bashful and said, oh, thank you, kind sirs. You know, I've been reflecting on it since you approached me yesterday, wondering if I do anything special. You know, I try to be a good father. I try to be a good husband. I try to be a good friend, but, but I really think that you're mistaken, gentlemen. There's nothing that I do that is more special than anybody else. And so the sages are crestfallen the next day. They're getting ready to leave the village, and they said, okay, thank you. We wish you well. So it's the final day, and they're getting ready. They're walking out of the village, and there's only one way in or out, and there again is the tavern. And there is the guy sitting by the window, and the light is coming right out of the window, straight from this man's heart to them. And they approached and they said, sir, you must understand, we will never come upon this village again. And if we do not understand what makes you glow so brightly, our purpose will not be fulfilled. And so the gentleman is just like reflecting. He says, gosh, gentlemen, I, I wish I could make you happy, but, but I am not special. You know, I pray to God. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I try to be a good person, but there's nothing special about me. Safe travels, gentlemen, in your sojourn. And so the sages start to turn around and they start to leave. And then the gentleman holds up one finger and says, well, and the, and the sages are back at his table. Like, yes, 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 what is it? And he said, well, you know, there was this one thing that I do that I don't know if everybody else does. And sages say, yes, 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 what is it? And he says, every night before I go to bed, I say, God, if you know that I am going to wake up tomorrow and reveal the light that you intend me to reveal. Please wake me. However, if you know that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and that I will not reveal the light that you intend me to reveal, please don't wake me. And I think of this, Kimberly, because right as I was going to bed last night, it's 3 a.m. my time now. In Portugal, I did say that prayer, and I've only had the courage to say it maybe 60 times over three or four years since I heard that. And when I do, though, just on a morning like today, when it just dawned on me that, my God, I woke up and I was given permission to reveal light again today. Like, what a magical miracle. And talk about living in the fifth dimension. It gives you a complete different contextual shift on how we live our lives. That's true. I thank you for sharing that beautiful story with us. It's so my beautiful. And, and you know what I'm holding right now in my hand? When we first met, it's such a beautiful story. I know all of us listening to it right now are feeling emotion because I'm feeling so emotional. I'm actually crying. Um, When I first met Jennifer, (laughs) I was at Barnes & Noble, first Barnes & Noble I ever did um, a speaking um, event with holding my book. And and, um, she came in to meet me there. And I never met her before. And she handed me a book. I'm holding it in my hand right now as she was telling this beautiful story. And it's the special pocket edition of the Kabbalah. Um, And it's the Zohar. Tell people about that, why you're connected to that and why that's special to you and why you handed it to me that day. And I'm reading it a lot. I I read it. It's by my bed. Oh, you're going to make me cry more. Um, thank you, Kimberly. I, I so believe in giving. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but I tried to commit suicide three times between the ages of 16 and 21, and once was very, very close to being successful. And so the fact that I'm alive today is really, uh, it's a miracle. It is truly a miracle that I'm alive for this and so many other reasons. 
And about 10 years ago, you know, when life synchronistically happens, I had two dear friends who didn't know each other, and they both invited me to the same Cabal One class the same week in Santa Monica that was just starting, and they both gave me one of those little pocket Zohars. And you know what, Kimberly, when I got the first one, you're supposed to keep one on yourself at all times for protection. It's a healing and protection prayer. And what happened was, is it brought me so many miracles. It brought miracles just raining down upon me, health, all sorts of things, that I then started buying extras because I was always giving my last personal one away. And then at one point, I was part of something called the Zohar Project, where we'd actually, I built the two schools I built, both have a Zohar in the base of the school that we buried with it. And the Zohar is remarkably powerful. So I've probably given tens of thousands of them away. And I will get, I will have people stop me, Kimberly, who I've met 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever it is. And they will stop me and say, Jennifer, you'll never believe the miracles that happened. In fact, I remember there was a girl on a train eight or nine years ago. I was in London and she was 18. She ran out of money when she was traveling through the U.S. Her suitcase broke. And we were both on the train to London on Paddington heading into the city. And she said, uh, you know, she missed her last train. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, here's my cell phone number. If you need a hotel, we'll put you up in one. We don't want you to be stranded. And I said, and here's a little book that's supposed to bring miracles and good luck. And I said, please let us know. Hopefully this will bring you good luck, but we will gladly put you up in a hotel if you need it. And I kid you not, less than less than probably 30 40 minutes later she gets to the station and we became facebook friends we're still facebook friends to this day and she messages me kimberly the moment she went up to the conductor to talk to them about what was happening they put her on the next train for free out to see her parents and since then she's nine years later it's still in her uh, in her hands so it's amazing that's beautiful for people jennifer for people that don't know that are listening right now and maybe they're you know catholic or mormon or other spiritual, um, you know, um, religious, yeah, they may not know what the Zohar is, and it's Z-O-H-A-R, and they may not know what even Kabbalah is. So can you explain to them a little bit? Yeah, of course. So the Kabbalah predates all religion. It goes before Catholicism, before Christianity, before uh, Muslimism, and people think it's related to Judaism, but actually it predates any of that, and it's not a religion at all. It's a set of principles that are deeply coded in the text. So the Zohar is 23 books, if they're translated in English, or one book, if you can read Hebrew or Aramaic, and the one that you have is a mini version of it. It's called the Mini Pinhas Zohar, and what it is is it's tools to how to yes. live your best life. Like, it is unprecedented. Like, they have this it other is. thing called the seven. It's, like, yes. wildly I, powerful. It is unbelievable. Like, the one I open up to all the time, it says the reading, the Zohar. And I actually got chills because it says, my book is called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, but this says Awakening the Light. And I was mm. just like, Whoa. And it's like, if you can get it, you guys have to pick it up. It is unbelievable. Yes. So thank you for that. And thank you for the story. Yeah, I think they have free app versions of it, too. And I also love their tools called the 72 Names of God, which are the tools that they say that Moses used to part the Red Sea. I mean, Mm -hmm. tools for miraculous healings, tools for other things. And if I may read one, I was actually sharing. But it is written in Hebrew. Isn't the other half side is Hebrew? Well, here's the amazing thing about it. In fact, I will share with you what happened yesterday. So they say if you scan Zohar, even um, half of it is in Aramaic. If you get the bigger English version, yeah, half of it's written in Aramaic and half of it's in English. Even if you scan it with your eyes and you can't understand what it says, because the eyes are the window to the soul, it draws down deep, 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 profound wisdom. And so you don't even need to be able to understand. So I will often scan Zohar, and despite my not speaking Aramaic, yesterday I was scanning Zohar for 30 minutes, and I'll ask God to reveal wisdom to me. And Kimberly, I kid you not, as I was scanning Zohar yesterday, God said, I said, God, why do I still have judgment sometimes in my heart? Why does that still happen? And without missing a beat as I'm scanning Zohar, God says, you have judgment in your heart because there are parts of yourself that you have not forgiven yourself for, things that you have done. The moment that you forgive yourself, 
all judgment will disappear. And then that actually was beautiful because I was on the phone with my mom. Uh, we speak every day. And I shared with my mom one of my favorite of the 72 names of God is called Sweetening Judgment. And you can find all of the 72 names of God for free on Tumblr. So if you Google it and put in the word Tumblr, it'll pull up. And this is the one called Sweetening Judgment. And this is something to reflect I, on. Yes, it's wonderful. I'd like to just um, say one oh, yeah, line yeah. from it, if I can just yeah, read this please. to people so they can just get a feel. This two line says, the light of the creator is like water in a bottomless well that is unlimited in the amount it can provide. Our consciousness is like a vessel of receiving that is also boundless. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just think this is a really beautiful um, beautiful contribution to your life, if you can pick it up. And I'm just grateful that you're here with us. And um, we're going to end up going to break in a couple of minutes. Do you have anything you want to say to anybody out there right now about any of this before we go to our break? And we're going to be taking some questions from people. So I'm so excited. We do have callers, and we're just so grateful that you're here with us tonight. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited that you're here. You're a them. blessing <laughs> to the world. You really are. I mean, everybody listening to Jennifer, she is such a blessing to be around. I love working with her. Her personality is healing to be around. I mean, it's just amazing. Anything you want to tell anybody right now from your own experiences, Jennifer? to help people right now going through things? Yeah, the most important thing is to remember that everyone at every moment is doing the best they can. And if we can remember that we're doing the best we can and everyone else is doing the best they can, that is very powerful. And the thing I shared with my mom that I'll give you an excerpt of that is one of the most powerful things that I live by is a Kabbalistic philosophy that says we cannot decree a judgment on our own being. Life, therefore, is cleverly arranged so that we constantly meet and befriend people who commit errors and sins similar to our own. When we judge them, our fate is sealed at that very moment. But suppose we could refrain from judging friends, family, and undeserving foes. If this were possible, judgments against us would never come to pass, and I do my best to live my life by that. Oh, my gosh. It's so beautiful. I mean, it's it's so true. It's like so many times we get in our head and we're thinking that person's thinking something and that's just an inner childhood wound of our own. Mm-hmm. And the person is not even judging us. It's just our own thinking. Yeah. And yeah, it's the it's made our up. Own judgment. Yeah. Absolutely. So the more that we can forgive ourselves, that's actually my mm-hmm. assignment from God after scanning Zohar is I love the whole Ponopono prayer. And God said to me, your goal, your my commission of you for the next hundred days is every day say 10 whole Ponopono prayers for yourself for a hundred days straight. And in doing so, you'll forgive yourself and create more room in your heart for others. I thought that was beautiful. I love that. I love that prayer. Do you want to say it for us? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. I haven't yet said it this morning because I just woke up. So the prayer goes like this. And you can say this for (laughs) Oh, it's my favorite. You can say it for yourself, to to yourself, which is what I'm going to do. And I often say it every day for other people. So you say out loud, I apologize. Please forgive me. Thank you for being in my life so that I may love you. When you say that while thinking of somebody you're in conflict with, you can say it to yourself, putting your hand on your heart. I'll say it one more time. I apologize. Please forgive me. Thank you for being in my life so that I may love you. Wow. So everybody that's listening, you're listening to the incredible Jennifer K. Hill. And where can people find you, Jennifer? Yeah, so the best place to find me is you can actually go to jenniferkhill.com is a great place to go, or I also have a website called Metabizics, M-E-T-A-B-I-Z-I-C-S. So I do do one-on-one coaching and consulting, and yeah. that's a class you and I are doing together. I absolutely love, love, love facilitating classes and, and just helping every single person to see the greatness within themselves and 
the beauty and the light yes. that we all see and helping people reconnect to that. So that is my joy. Yes, and Jennifer is a great coach, and she does classes, and we have our class this Thursday. So we are going to go to – are you ready to take calls, Jennifer, with me? Yeah, absolutely. would love to. Okay. We're ready, I think, if there's any calls for us. We're ready. How's it going, Dan? Do we have any calls? Hi, Kimberly. We have Erica on the line. Okay, great. So we'll see where Erica's from. Is Erica there? Erica, you're on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hi, Erica. Hi, Welcome Hi. to our show. Thank you. Hi, Erica. Where are you, where are you located? I'm located in Washington. Nice to have you here. So I don't know if you've been listening to the Thank show. You. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so we're kind of on the topics of uh, consciousness and superpowers and all this. So do you have a question for Jennifer and I? Mm, I I was told that um, to ask um, like a health question. Okay, yeah, we're taking questions on consciousness and energy healing and health and all that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I... I just wanted to know how to um how to mm, I don't know it's like law of attraction I'm working on law of attraction and really focusing on um on working on that but also I wanted to expand like my um I don't know if you call it consciousness but being able to connect with um people on the other side like having those abilities or developing those abilities? Beautiful. Great question, Erica. And by the way, that's my sister's name. Do you spell it with a C or a K? Okay. Oh, that's exactly the way my sister. I was like, is my sister calling in right now? And I heard Erica was on the line. I was like, oh, that'd be great. So, yes, that's a great question. Kimberly, do you want to take this first or would you like me to? Yeah, do you want to um, help answer? Yeah, you 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 can help answer that. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. It's one of my favorite things uh, as well. So I'm not a medium myself, so I am a strong believer that we all have the capacity for deep, deep, deep intuition. And one of the Mm -hmm. most powerful ways to begin to connect to this, Erica, in everyday life is a technique the Kabbalists call proactive confrontation, though I call it soul talking. And we're going to get into this in our class, and I'll also give you a little taste of it right now. So imagine if you're with somebody who is currently alive, it could be a partner, your best friend, a colleague. One of the things we fail to do as human beings is to pause before we ask a question. Have you ever gotten in a fight with somebody, Erica, and you're like, you kind of knew it wasn't the right time to talk to your friend or whomever it was about whatever it was you needed, but we didn't pause. We still kind of pushed forward. Have you ever had that happen, Erica? Mm. I feel like in different scenarios where I feel like I I felt like it was coming or that would have been the case, but I still went through it, you know? So yeah, exactly. um, I have 100%. that a lot where <laughs> like that psychic knowing of like, oh, it'd be funny if that happens and then it happens. <laughs> so I think that's like exactly. almost law of attraction. Yeah. You have like it would suck if that would happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. Yeah, and, and so- So here's the beautiful thing is Kabbalistically, uh, again, there's a whole other thing we could talk about. Deepak and I do a lot of interviews. We're doing one later today, actually, on how space-time is doomed. So the whole idea of space and time as a possible backdrop and being fundamental to reality, that's not even, it's not even possible. Quantum physics tells us that space-time is doomed. So for right now, we still live in this construct called space-time. So in this construct called space-time, the reason you have that precognition is because all things are technically happening all at the same time, and you're jumping in and out of different realities. So your soul is literally jumping from one reality to another, depending on where our consciousness is. So the invitation with what the Kabbalists call proactive confrontation, or what I like to call soul-talking is, imagine, Erica, the next time you're getting ready to go talk to somebody, and it could be a person who's alive, you can also do this with people who have passed on, is you reach out from their soul to your soul and you would say to the person, say it's your best friend, you know, Jim, Susie, Bob, whoever it is, are you available to speak right now? And immediately, if you do that internally from your soul, 
your soul will feel yes or no back. Now, this is where our power comes in. If we hear no, the idea is, is to restrict and wait for better timing. Now, when I started doing this about four years ago, I found that I would ask people's soul's questions, is this a good time, yes or no? And as you fine-tune this ability, you will start to actually hear messages beyond yes and no from people who are both alive and those who have passed on. And I'll give you a great example of this. One day with my uncle, who was ill last year, I was meditating that morning, and we knew Uncle C was going through some challenges, but nobody knew what was happening at the time. And so I just dropped in, and I checked in on Uncle C's soul, and I said, Uncle C, this is Jenny. I love you. Are you okay? Do you need anything? Because I was eight hours ahead from him here in Portugal. And Erica, without missing a beat, my uncle's soul dropped in, and I heard his voice clear as day in my heart. And he said, hi, Jenny, it's Uncle Steve, and I'm about to leave this plane. I want you to know it's my soul's choice. You're not allowed to tell my brother, which is my dad, or my kids, which are my cousins, but I just wanted to give you a heads up that I'm leaving, and it's my choice. And a day later, we found out, Erica, his body was riddled with cancer, And less than two days after that, I was going to bed in Portugal, dead sober, just walking around, washing my face, getting ready for bed. And again, Uncle Steve's soul dropped in and said, Jenny, I'm about to leave. I want you to know it's my choice and I love you. And five hours later, I was asleep that night and he passed away. And so that is the power when we start to do soul talking in day-to-day awakening life, then it enhances our ability to connect to people, both living and those who have passed. Does that make sense? That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful. and and that's a really good point that we're able to speak to the soul. I know I've I've yeah. I've seen different people who are like, oh, I'm connecting her soul, and her soul is saying this, and you're just thinking like, how is it possible? But it is possible because um, you know, I I, I totally believe it. So, so yeah, that was a good experience that you just yeah. Thank you for calling us. in. That's really beautiful, Jen. I I I agree with that 100 percent. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. That is just wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Erica. Thank you so much. So we're going to move on to the next caller. We want to get a few calls in tonight. Hi, Kimberly. Let's see who we have we, next. We have Mary on the line. Oh, great. Thanks, Jan. Hi, Mary. You're you're live with Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Thanks, Mary. Nice to talk with you. I'm calling from Florida. And the line is much clearer now. I can hear you very well. Thank you. Thank you for keeping the, or trying to keep our background noise down a little bit tonight so we can hear everybody. We really appreciate that. So um, what's your question for tonight for us? Well, I've been dealing with a medical issue for quite some time and recently uh, had some blood work that I'm concerned about and I will be seeing uh, my doctor tomorrow. I'm wondering if you can psychically pick up uh, anything going on in my body to be a clue to what's been going on. You know, all I'm picking up, Mary, psychically from you, it's been going on for quite a while. They're telling me maybe over a year. Correct. Correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, Yeah, they're telling me it's been going on over a year, I heard. Um, they're telling me it's something that um, I don't know if you have something with oxygen level that's not quite working out for you. It, um, they're going to do your blood work appar- tomorrow. Yeah, it isn't apparent Sorry. to me, but um, there is something that I saw in the blood work. Uh, it came to me electronically. And it is affecting the blood uh, blood cells or something, and the levels and the high iron count so far. Yeah, I can't say um, because I don't see your blood work in front of me, but they're telling me it has to do with your iron, well, your blood and oxygen levels in your blood. Mm-hmm. But they're is telling it, me you're going to be, I have to finish the reading. I'm sorry. No, uh, go ahead. Yeah, they're telling me that um, you should be fine. You need to get the right minerals and vitamins in your system and the right water. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing weekly with your food intake and your vitamins and your water and all of that is not working out for you at the moment. 
you're going to have to upgrade. So once you get your blood work back and you look at everything, um, then you'll be able to reset your routine and move forward. Is, is this something that a medical doctor will be able to correct or will I have to see a nutritionist or something or is this doctor going to be able to guide me further? I don't know what I don't know what doctor you're going to. It's it's a basic medical doctor, a primary doctor and um, been so the, 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 the question you asked me was about your blood, and we gave you the answer. They're mm-hmm. telling me something with your blood that you need more oxygen with. It has nothing to do with the doctor. The doctor is not going to help you. The doctor is going to give you some results of your blood, and you're going to have to go. The answer is get minerals and vitamins and oxygen and rearrange your diet. Thank you for calling in. Um, if you'd, like to do a session, if, you, if you'd like to do a session with me, you can reach me at thehealingtrilogy.com. And after you get your results back, um, I'm more than happy to do a session with you. All right. Thank you very much. It's nice hearing but I'm you. But I'm getting very promising information from the Holy Spirit and God, Holy Spirit God, together, um, coming in and saying that it's oxygen going on. You're not getting enough oxygen. That's the answer. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. And it's uh, been going on for over. It's been going on for over a year. That's so. correct. Yeah, or more. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Very it doesn't much. take long for me to give answers to to questions because that's what it is. And we're just doing mini readings tonight here. So thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that's listening in on the uh, readings, if they're a medical medium reading, that there are many readings tonight where we've got special guests on with us, Jennifer uh, K. Hill, who is a best-selling author and um, a unbelievable, um, I mean, she is just a renowned celebrity coach and speaker and we have a workshop that we're doing um, called Awakening Your Superpowers. We have two more classes left this month. And um, you can go to our website called thehealingtrilogy.com events, and you can sign up for it. We have two more classes. And in the classes, we're doing readings. We're doing mediumship. And we are teaching about nutrition. We're teaching about health. We're teaching about intentions. Um, my website is called thehealingtrilogy.com. And... Um, it's not hard to heal yourself when you're in the fifth dimension. It's easy. Um, we make things a lot harder than it has to be. Right, Jennifer? Absolutely. I think it's so important <laughs> to realize that we are all whole, complete, and perfect. And when we begin to see ourselves and the world as whole, complete, and perfect, it's really astounding. In fact, I will tell you, I, I love Bruce Lipton's work, The Biology of Belief, and according to what Bruce has studied for decades, it's showing that our beliefs are really what's limiting us and that often causes physical manifestations of yeah. ailments. There's been a new technique I've been using on myself called Psyche that any time I start to notice I'm not feeling well, I'll just use this technique and I'll just say over and over, I'm whole, complete, and perfect, and I'll clear the limiting belief because sometimes it's just fear that has us then manifest with physical illness and other things. Sometimes it's nutritional and physical. So the thing is we also have to have an opportunity to deal with the underlying limiting belief that is causing the thing to manifest. Absolutely, and it's a great thing you said because when I started doing my work and in my book it talks about it, um, where I didn't have any idea I was becoming a medical intuitive, just like you just saw me go into her uh, very fastly and know exactly they're communicating to me. When she came on and asked the question about the blood, I heard 12 months ago, I heard oxygen, not enough oxygen through her blood in her brain barrier going through. I heard all that going on super, super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have went on for an hour session if she wants to do one with me. I also heard she's healed because I can see it happening already that she's healed. So mm-hmm. when I first got my gifts and I started going out and doing this publicly around the world um, and I was doing the laying on hands healing in, in, the, in, the, in the work, not just the medical intuitive work, but the healing work, they are speaking through me 
They were doing this with Amy Simple McPherson. They were doing this with Catherine Kuhlman way before Dr. Bruce Lipton. They were doing this through Christ. They've been doing this through many mediums and healers, telling people to say, I am healed. I mm-hmm. am healed. So many people that come in my office and they do healings with me or they're at events with me and we do the mediumship and then we do the healing on their body, co-healing, the words they want you to say is, I'm in the fifth dimension and I am healed. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to do. Say, I am healed. And guess what happens? You're healed. Yeah. <laughs> like you're saying, you're, you're shifting it's your powerful. consciousness. Yeah, but people are like, well, how do I know I'm healed? Because you're saying I'm healed. You're shifting your uh, your mind, body, and spirit. So if you look up Catherine Kuhlman, she was at Carnegie Hall for over 21 years, healing people through the Holy Spirit, through God, out of wheelchairs, walking, and laying hands on people. wasn't her doing it. She was tapping into the energy of doing this back in the 60s and the 70s. Okay, we're going to take another caller. It's exciting. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do, the, let's do some more um, calls in healing. Great. People that are hey, listening Kim- in, you're being healed. <laughs> Kimberly, you are have- healed. You're already healed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kimberly, you have Kathy on the line? Hi, Kathy. Kimberly. Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Um, Although I have a couple of interesting other side experiences, um, I wanted to, I called to ask about my surgery in June, if I'm going to come out of it okay. Well, we're both going to answer that question because we're a team today. We're the superpower fifth dimensional team. Um, I'm going to let Jennifer first start and then I've already, I'm already going to start writing some numbers out. Okay. Yeah, and I, I will tell you right now, it's Kathy, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great, yeah. Kathy. Thank you so much. So first, what is the day? And I will gladly put you on my meditation and prayer list for the day of your procedure. What day is it? Uh, June 20th. June 20th. Great. You're going to go on my meditation list for that. Anytime I Thank have you. a friend who's there, I like to send extra love. Kathy healing energy. Uh, the second thing I'll tell you, interestingly enough, about the Zohars, Kathy, that I was mentioning earlier, you can buy them on Amazon, you can buy them on the Kabbalah.com website. I have seen miraculous results with those. I didn't know this until about five years into me giving them to people. But one day I was there and we were all sharing about miracles we had received. And it turns out that if you keep one or more of those with you during surgery, you can have unprecedented miraculous results. So I'll give you a great example. One of my best friends, Arlene, who I've known for over 15 years, she was in her late 60s at the time and had to go in, I kid you not, Kathy, a second brain surgery. And she had a 50-50 chance of coming out paraplegic. And she shares this with me, and I just found out about the power of these little Zohars. So I had five on me at the time, and I gave her all five I had. I said, here's one for you during surgery, Arlene, one for the doctor, one for the nurse, one for your husband, Mike. So I give her all these little mini Zohars. And the first surgery she had had a year before, Kathy, was botched, was completely botched. They left a sponge in her brain. Now she had to go back and get it done Mm. again. And it was an eight-week recovery last time. So I give her these five Zohars. About a month later, she goes in for surgery at one of the top hospitals in Los Angeles. And I call to try and visit her at the hospital. And I said, Arlene, can I come see you? And she said, come by the house on Sunday. Now, this is 48 hours after brain surgery. And I said, okay, great, I'll come by the house. And I show up, Kathy, expecting that she's going to be hooked up to everything in a bed and an IV and brain things. And she answered the door with a bottle of wine and a cheese plate 48 hours after brain surgery. <laughs> and I said, Arlene, how are you standing up? I thought you'd be hooked up to all these machines. She said, Jen, Mike and I don't know. The only thing we can say is it's a miracle. We don't know if it was those little books that you gave us, but it was completely <laughs> different than the last surgery she had had a year before. So I am not uh, you know, precognizant where I can tell you how it's going to go. I will just say you know, to, I will keep you in my prayers and ask for certainty. And if you can get your hands on, I I don't get a commission from it. I just love that. If I knew where you were, I'd send you one personally, you know, Um, I love (laughs) giving so hard to people because I find they're very, very powerful to have, especially during my prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. After listening to you, I already, already planned on getting the book. So. 
Oh, beautiful. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's called the Mini Zohar Pinhas. It's available on Amazon and the Kabbalah store. So. Got it. Okay. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. I love Jennifer being here. I want her to come back. Don't you guys all want her back? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love her oh, here. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so, Kathy, you didn't tell us what you're having your surgery uh, about, and it's okay um, if it's, you don't want to. No, it's oh, okay. It's my right right breast. It keeps filling up with fluid, yes. and they said it can turn into a lymphoma if I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, the scar, scarring so I was going to tell you that I, because I'm a psychic medium, intuitive, they did tell me it was um, something that was not good. And yeah. they were telling me that it definitely needed to come out. So let's sit back and take a minute here, and you could take a pen out and paper and write down some numbers if you'd like. Um, my, my guides are coming in so strong with you, so excited to give you some information. Um, okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with my work, um, if you know no. me at all, if you just found me tonight on Blog just, Talk. Yeah. Just okay, you. so I wrote yes. a book called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering a Soul's Path to Healing, and it's a Hay House book. It's a Penguin Random House um, book. And you can get it on Amazon. It's being sold all over the world. And it talks Great. more about me channeling um, messages through medical mediumship. But I channel messages also from the other side. Why I'm talking about that is because you have a specific person that passed away that immediately came in and wanted to connect with you. And this mm-hmm. person that is coming in is a man. And mm-hmm. he's telling me, I'm here Honey, I love you. I'm with you, and I'm I'm following you all, all the time. And I'm wanting to be around you, and I want to be helping you, and I want to I want to be there for support through all of this. And I'm going to be with you through the surgery. Now, I don't know if you've ever had another medium talk to you about this person that's a father or a grandfather, but I father. I don't know if you did you did, yeah your he's coming through. Yeah, so I wrote out on the paper. And if you want me to send this to you to prove to you that I wrote this out, I wrote F A T H E R, I love mm-hmm. you. That's what uh, I wrote. He he did some. So let me finish the reading. Too... Oh, okay. What were you gonna say? That's okay. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, that he did some stuff to me as a child that was not too nice. Exactly. So the next thing he wrote. <laughs> was I'm trying to clear up karma with you. Ooh. Okay. Because he feels bad about something. So I like to finish the reading before you talk. Okay. He's also saying to me that you are um, a person that does service work. I don't know. What do you do for a living? Um, Well, I did take care of my uh, ex's mother-in-law for several years with Alzheimer's. Yeah. She had so Alzheimer's. He was telling yeah. me that you help you helped somebody a lot and mm-hmm. you weren't taking care of yourself. Mhm. Yeah. So all I'm going to say when people call in, please let me do the full reading before because I I like to do the whole reading. And then there's he's saying that how you got how you're not feeling well is because you weren't taking care of yourself enough and you also need to clear some past past karma. Okay. With dad. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's coming in very strong about that. But he's also saying so a lot of times, yeah, so a lot of times when things happen with a parent from um, the other side, they want to come in and clean that up, they heal the, the, the energy from the other side. He feels bad. Also, your dad is a low negative energy person, meaning that something was challenging him in his life when he was here. Mm-hmm. His energy. Yes. Um, I can do a longer session with you if you want to do it privately with private with me. Then here's the last number that came up three 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 three, which is the Holy Trinity, meaning that the surgery is going to be successful. You're going to be healed. Jennifer is correct. Um, there is going to be a really good outcome with it. So thank you for letting oh. me do the reading on you. Okay, so my heart will be okay. Then okay. Great. Okay. Thank oh, you so much. All right. Thank you so much. Thank I you, Kathy. You'll be in our prayers. Thank, Thank you. you. 
So if you need to reach out to me for a longer reading or any kind of clearing, you know where to find um, both of us. So thank you so much. God bless you. So I want to explain to everybody about infinity signs and and clearing. Um, Sometimes when um, in my book I talk about um, family and members that come back in sometimes and they feel bad or they may have done something when we're younger or something. They often do like to come back and heal up past karmic wounds. That makes sense, Jennifer? Come back and help and want to clear up the energy. Yeah. So he wants to be with her through this and, and help heal and be with her to the whole thing. But the last, the last numbers I did get was a very um, good about her surgery. So do you want to, we have only two more minutes left. Look how fast the hour went. <laughs> it just flew by. It was so much fun. I know. With you so let's, before we go, I know, I know. Before we go, do you want to talk about um, a couple things about our, our class? Yeah, absolutely. So we are in the middle of class coming up is going to be class three, which is part of a four-week class that is happening every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour live, though we have some students who are joining in and like to watch the recordings afterwards. And if you join us live, there are opportunities for medical mediumship readings with Kimberly. We just did a wonderful class last week on nutritional advice from the guides. This coming week, we're going to be talking about how to design your life. What if we stopped reacting to circumstances and people in our lives and instead started crafting our lives by design and becoming the creator rather than at the effect of it? And so there are two classes left. And as Kimberly mentioned, if you'd like to join us still, you can go ahead and go to Kimberly's website of the Healing Trilogy and go to the events page to find out more about it. It's on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And you will receive the recordings from the other class, which you have unlimited access to, to listen to as often as you'd like. Any other thoughts from you, Kimberly? Yeah, and that explains it beautifully. And then the fourth class on Thursday, May 25th, is about choosing your intentions that align with your soul's purpose and mission. And then I think we're going to have like a little dance party at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be so fun. And, um, oh, my God, it's been such a delight having you here. Oh, my God, I've loved it. And if you want to get a hold of you, what's the best uh, place again? Omheels.com. Um, People can either go to ohm-heels.com and you can either yes. contact me there or jenniferkhill.com is another great place to go yes. and we hope to see you in class on Thursday. Yes, yay, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. We'll be back on Tuesday again. We love you. Stay in the fifth dimension. Much love, everyone. Much love. Mm-hmm.